It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome in to another edition of Home Run Throwback. I am Jimmy Morris, at jmorrismcm. On Twitter, you can see miracles.com. Today, we are here to talk about the Titans' 23-16 loss to the Indianapolis Colts. Um, let me tell you, it was a beatdown all the way around. It was a little bit of a different beatdown than what happened to them in Cleveland because the offense was actually good today. And, you know, I mean, the offense wasn't great, but they played well enough to win. If the defense could have ever gotten off of the field, uh, maybe the offense could have put some more points on the board. But the real story today was the fact that the defense just got whooped for the entire day. And, you know, I saw a lot of uh, talk about Tier Tart not being there on Twitter. And is, is Tier Tart really this much of a difference maker? I think Tier Tart's a good player, but to say that the run defense was as bad as it was today solely because Tier Tart wasn't in there um, is, is a little bit crazy. But, I mean, obviously, you know, him missing – is, is a big deal. Uh, he's a good player, makes a huge impact. Um, but it was the first time today the Titans have allowed a back to go over 100 yards since Saquon Barkley in week one last year. And it was not Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor was terrible, six carries for 18 yards uh, in his return from his, you know, quote, ankle injury. Uh, it was Zach Moss that torched them, 23 carries, 165 yards, two touchdowns, a 56-yard touchdown run. Um, and honestly, the defense just looked – I don't know. I mean, I hate to say unmotivated. I hate to say that kind of stuff because you never know. You never know what's going on or whatever. But they just they got whooped all day long. I mean, I, I keep saying that word, but that's a word that keeps coming into my mind. Um, it's it's rare that you see that from these guys. Uh, when I talked, I did five questions with a guy from Stampede Blue this week, and he talked about the violence that that defensive front usually plays with. It wasn't th- wasn't there today. 
Um, they just got pushed around all day long. Again, um, 165 yards for Moss, 193 total yards rushing for the Indianapolis Colts. Um, on a day where Anthony Richardson left the game early with a shoulder injury, the Titans sacked him once. They did not sack Garner Minshew at all. They didn't really make him all that uncomfortable. I mean, they, they hit him a few times, but for the most part, whenever he did drop back to throw, he had time. He was able to find receivers wide open, um, mainly whoever Christian Fulton was covering. Christian Fulton, for some reason, has gone from being a guy last year that was pretty good when he was healthy to, I mean, terrible this year. And I think it was Teron Davenport posted um, uh, an interview with him after the game, and Fulton is blaming the refs. Like, it's just, he said he thought he was technically sound today. I mean, just just stupid stuff. And like, listen, man, you know, you may feel that way, and that's whatever, but you're not going to get any better as long as you can't look at that film and honestly think that, you know, you were the problem there. Um, you know, and I, I just, I don't know what's going on. I mean, I know that, you know, Vrabel kind of called Fulton out uh, throughout the offseason uh, with the soft tissue stuff to begin with. And then when he wasn't here for OTAs, um, you know, there was just some stuff there. It seemed like there was some tension between him and the team. Uh, we know that, you know, last year Vrabel at one point talked about nine to five guys and um, you know, and like I said, with the soft tissue stuff, talked about how, you know, Kevin Byard's here and doesn't miss games for that. So, I mean, I think there's probably a little bit of a disconnect there. Um, Vrabel mentioned that they thought about benching him, benching him at, you know, during the game. Vrabel mentioned that after the game. They probably should have. I don't know. You know, I mean, who knows if, if what they have behind him is better. But, I mean, it probably is. Right now, shouldn't be. Fulton, a second-round guy um, that just, for, for whatever reason, is completely lost out there. And, um, you know, he just gave up gave up some some big receptions and then had two big pass interference calls. I guess he's mad about the second one, which, I, I mean, you kind of under, like the, the receiver did run into him, but Fulton was beat so badly on the double move that, like, it, it I, I don't know. If I were him, it'd be hard for me to sit there and, and think that um, I wasn't the one that, you know, played that poorly. But Fulton apparently feels that way, and I, like I said, as long as he can't honestly look at his performance and, and assess it, then I, I'm not sure how he's going to get any better. But it was just frustrating because, listen, that's a game where if the Titans win, they obviously they would they would have moved three and two, they would have been one and zero in the in the AFC South, would have been in first place. They don't play another AFC South game until November, so um, would have had a, a, a you know I mean not a commanding lead. Listen, the Jaguars beat the Bills today, which I didn't expect. So the Jaguars and the Bills both win. I mean the Jaguars and the Colts both win, obviously, um, to both get to three and two. The Titans are two and three. The Texans are two and three. They lost in the last second field goal the Texans did to the Falcons. Um, but so the Titans are technically in last place because they don't have a division win where the, the Texans do. But this division is going to be here, I think, all year. It's going to be, it's going to hover around 500. I think all four teams are going to hover around 500. Um, you know, I think the Titans are the most talented team, but, um, I, you know, we. It's it's hard, right? It's it, it's tough at this point because we've seen them like last week they looked really good. This week, especially defensively, they didn't look great. Like I said, the offense was fine. I mean, I thought the offensive line played better today. They had some miscues, um, but for the most part, they were better. Tannehill was only sacked once. Tannehill threw a pick, but that was at the end of the game where he got hit as he threw, and it didn't. I mean, the game was over at that point anyway. So, um, but I mean, I thought overall he played played pretty well on the day. Twenty three of thirty four, two hundred sixty four yards passing. Um, they couldn't get Derrick Henry going. He only had 13 carries for 43 yards. 
Uh, Ty J. Spears gets his first NFL touchdown on a nice uh, run where he made a, a good cut and scored from 19 yards out. Um, so, again, you know, he, he gives him a spark, and it, it's good to see him out there. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, his best day as a Titan, eight catch for 140 yards. And, I mean, they did some of what I hoped they would do to him. Um, just, you know, when you have a – even on first down, but especially when it's third and four or something like that, pick a route you want him to run, have him run it, he's most likely going to be in single coverage and throw him the ball. He's going to catch it. And that's what they did today. Um, you know, I mean, obviously 17 and a half yards per catch, that, that's really good. So it wasn't just the, you know, short underneath stuff. But, um, you know, he, he played really well. He's been, I mean, you know, we've had all these old receivers that have come in here, and, and for the most part, they've been busts. Um, you know, we still have a ways to go here with this season. But, I mean, even to this point, I mean, he's done more than Julio Jones did in the whole year he was here. So that's been good to see. Um, you know, Chiggins up with five catches, should have had like six or seven, dropped a couple of balls that he should have caught. But, again, like we can talk about the offense. Let's talk about the fourth down call. Um, where they handed off to Derrick Henry when they were, you know, the, the they weren't getting much push in the run game. Uh, they had been throwing the ball well. Um, so maybe you'd like to see them do a play fake there and, and try to hit something like a, maybe to Hopkins. Um, but we, we can nitpick that if you want to. I didn't like the play call, but it doesn't matter. Even if the Titans score a touchdown there, um, you know, that gets them to what they get would, would have gotten them to 23 if they hit the extra point. Um, would have helped me hit my parlay on DraftKings, but like it doesn't doesn't really matter because the, they couldn't stop the Colts on defense. Like it, it, it wouldn't have mattered. It, this is a game where you know unless the Titans could have scored on every offensive possession, they weren't going to win this game because they just they couldn't stop the Colts on on defense. And I mean we th- there were a couple of times where they had like third and even you know, third and long but a, a couple of third and mediums and just couldn't get off the field whether it was a penalty or allowing a, a catch and a, a broken tackle and all that kind of stuff. And again that that was to me the the most frustrating thing about this game was the fact that it just didn't look like a Mike Vrabel coached team. Um, it just didn't look like they were definitely not the more physical team on the day, which is one of those things that you know Vrabel hangs his hat on, his team being the more physical team, and they definitely were not that today. They got pushed around. Um, you know, Jeffrey Simmons got hurt at one point, uh, came back in, but, I mean, I think he was clearly dealing with something. Like I said, they didn't have Tier Tart. But, you know, just up front, where's Arden Key? Where's Harold Landry? You know, Arden Key was so good in camp. Um, maybe that was just because the Titans off his line's bad, but um, was good in camp, uh, you know, was good in week one. Uh, has not really shown up since. Um, where's Harold Landry? You know, doesn't I don't think he has a sack yet this year. Maybe he does, but I mean, just not not effective. Not really affecting anything. Uh, you don't notice him out there. The only sack today from the Titans defense came from Roger McCreary um, on, on a nice play, on a nice blitz where, where he got there and made a sack. But um, you know, when you've got Harold Landry, you've got Jeffrey Simmons, you've got Danico Autry, you've got Arden Key. These guys, I mean, th- these are the guys that need to be out there need to be making plays, need to be affecting the quarterback. And they had, at least according to ESPN stats, and we'll get more from, you know, different people throughout this week and re-watching film and all that, so not rewatching, but watching film and that kind of stuff. Um, we'll get more on all of this, but, I mean, according to ESPN's stat sheet, the Titans had two quarterback hits. Roger McCreary had the one on the sack and Danico Autry. That's it, two quarterback hits on the day. You're not going to win. The Titans are not going to win games. They're, I would dare say they're never going to win a game. This team is not ever going to win a game when they only sack the quarterback once, only hit the quarterback twice. Because the, the thing that we thought was going to be so good about this defense was, gonna, was the pass rush. 
Um, you know, the, the collapsing the pocket with Simmons and Autry, or Autry coming off the edge, Landry, Key, Weaver. I mean, these guys, they can rotate in. Weaver, I mean, you know, who knows? He flashes at times, but then weird stuff happens at times, but has not, he hasn't turned it into production on the field um, to this point in his career. So, you know, if, if they play like they did today, they're going to have trouble winning against anybody, quite honestly. Um, the Colts are not that good. And again, you're, you're talking about Garner Minshew, who's uh, fine as a backup, but it's bounced around. I mean, nobody wants him to be their starter. Um, I hate watching him run around out there, that stupid mustache and mullet. And it just, it just, I just can't, I can't take it. Um, you know, it'd been one thing losing to Anthony Richardson, who's a you know, top 10 draft pick, but you're losing to this guy who's a journeyman who's bounced around. Um, yeah, I, anyway, uh, just, it, it was, it was gross. It was, it was frustrating to watch. It was a waste of three hours of our time. And, you know, Again, we're, we're, we're here every other week. Um, I did a post on the site talking about the, we do that uh, confidence poll every week that we post. Um, it says, are you confident in the direction that the team is heading? And, you know, for the most part, it tracks with wins and losses, right? Spikes up in a win, crashes down in a loss. And when I posted the results this week, I said, hey, how about when you, when you go to vote in this, you make an assessment of where you think the team is, and then you watch them for three or four weeks before you change your opinion right? Because everything in the NFL is, is small sample size, right? There's only 17 games in a season, but especially week, week from week to week, it's a, it's a small sample size, right? One game at a time, all that stuff. So, you know, confidence is going to crash again this week. And, and it, I mean, fine. Um, but I just, I think if, and I don't know, I don't know if I'm confident in the direction they're headed or not. Um, I, I just, I've said this about this team all along. They're good enough to win the division. They're good enough to, you know, that would obviously get them in the playoffs, have them host a playoff game. They're good enough to do all that. They're not good enough to win a Super Bowl, especially if the defense plays like it did today. I mean, if the defense is not really good, I don't, they can't win the division. But what you think they have with the defense, they should be good enough to win the division. Um, you know, we've seen the defense be great against Patrick Mahomes the past couple of times they've played them. Um, you know, so that gives you a chance, but th- this team is not a Super Bowl contender. Like, they're just not, right? It, it's really, it's it's... They didn't blow it up and rebuild. They tried to kind of retool it a little bit and piece some things together, and that's fine. I mean, you know, they wanted to stay competitive, variable, all that stuff. I mean, I, I get it. Rand Carthon didn't want to go, you know, 2-15 and 15 in his first year as a general manager. Like, I understand all that. Would it have been better for them to go 2-15 and 15 than to go 6-11 and 11 and miss the playoffs and, you know, pick later in the draft? Yeah, it'd be better to win one or two games than that. If you can – make the playoffs, win a game in the playoffs. Anyway, all that stuff. They're going to have to find a quarterback, those things. But I just think from week to week, this is what we're going to be talking about with this team. They're going to have some weeks like last week where they look good. Things are kind of clicking. We're going to have some weeks like this week where they look terrible, right? And again, it's not the same thing as the Cleveland loss. It's not where it's just terrible all across the board. I thought the offense was fine today. Um, You know, I I think overall Tim Kelly's done a great job. Like I said, I didn't like the fourth down play call, but whatever. Um, that's not why they lost this game. If, if people are, I mean, I saw people, and, and, and this happens every week, right? People criticizing Ryan Tannehill on Twitter. Ryan Tannehill is not the reason they lost that game. Come on. Um, you know, he, I, he played pretty well, actually. So um, it, this is just, a, it's, a, it's a mediocre football team that's going to be inconsistent, that's going to be up and down, and you just hope if you're, again, because they're not going, I don't think they end up with, with, you know, four or five wins. I think they end up with at least six, seven, maybe eight, nine, ten. Uh, I think that's about the ceiling. But you just hope that if they do that, it's enough to make the playoffs so that we at least get to watch a playoff game. 
and not pick right at the end of teams that didn't make the playoffs. That, that, that's kind of where I am with this team. Um, you know, if the defense gets better, maybe we can have a different conversation. Maybe they can be something a little different. But I just kind of think this is what we're going to see from week to week. And through the first five weeks of the season, that's exactly it, right? Week one, if Ryan Tannehill plays decently, they probably win. Week two, they are they come out slow on offense, kind of get it together, win, right? Week three, go to the Browns, get destroyed. Week four, get a hobbled Joe Burrow win. Offense plays pretty well against a bad defense. Week five, defense plays terrible. Offense plays okay, still lose. So, I mean, I just think that's what we're going to see. I think it's going to be a week-to-week thing with this team. The inconsistency is just going to continue to show up, and I don't really know what else to say other than that at this point. I mean, I just think that's kind of where this group is going to be. And so you hope they win more than they lose. And, again, I just hope they win enough to win the division and get a playoff game because, like I said, I don't think they're only going to win two games. So, anyway, we'll leave it at that for today. I don't don't really have a whole lot else to say about this. Again, the biggest surprise here was the fact that the defensive line got pushed around and they gave up so many rushing yards because that's been the thing they've been able to hang their hat on is, is you can't run on us. You know, that's what they say. You can't run on us. Maybe they'll throw on us. Everybody's thrown on us pretty well, but you can't run on us. Well, today that was not the case. And if that's not the, you know, if if you can, if, if you can run against this defense, then there are going to be points to had a pl- points to have a plenty. So anyway, that'll do it for today. Like I said, museummiracles.com. We'll have plenty more on this game and a lot leading up to the game next week in London uh, against the Ravens, who lost. Uh, gross game today to the Steelers so I mean who knows what what we'll see in that one but um you've got that and then we'll head into the bye after that so but anyway like I said we'll have a lot more on this game a lot leading up to the Ravens game previews all that kind of stuff check us out museummiracles.com on twitter at jmorrismcm and again this is home run throwback just find this podcast wherever you get your podcast rate review subscribe tell a friend really appreciate it thanks so much for listening we will talk to you again tomorrow Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Home Run Throwback is a part of the Fans First Sports Network.